0: so this past weekend uh was the third biggest i i it doesn't matter it was a d3 football game I, every single time there's a new cortica uh which is the football game between the college that me and brian went to ithaca college and our rivals cortland uh every time this happens it always ends up setting attendance records So we attended the largest, and apparently this one was the third largest. So I was like, all right, fun. Game's great. Like, didn't watch the majority of it. Just sort of chilled. Uh, Yeah, I actually remember a decent bit. This one dude got mossed. Someone got mossed? Yeah, bro. Sports Center Top 10. Like,
1: Like, someone got mossed.
0: Yeah, no, it was actually so funny. I was like, like the first play I'm really watching that Ithaca like does anything good because they were sucking when I started to watch like Cortland started to catch back up. Um, They had like an interception and a dude mossed a uh, Cortland corner like, like 30 hard. yards. Oh. Yeah, 30 yards for a touchdown. I was like, all right, easy. But
1: so we all know, we all wow. know what happened last time I was at Cortica.
0: Oh yeah yeah yeah. Let, let's let's move forward. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Jesus. Keep it going.
0: Um the main thing with this one uh love seeing everyone big reunion but one funny thing actually like topped everything. JumboTron was just going around and I was like, "Alright, it's sick like it, it, it's a JumboTron, whatever. They decided to jumbotron on the cheerleaders right after that touchdown was actually scored, and so the cheerleaders are celebrating, doing whatever. Um, so they they set up in a tower, and it's on the jumbotron, and the girl does a backflip and she just keeps on going. What do you mean? She just ate shit. She ate shit. <laughs> <laughs> but, like not many people caught it because like everyone was still hype about the touchdown but like wait, on the wait. jumbotron like one of the her girls fi- oh one of the God. cheerleaders was doing a backflip and was being held up by like like she was in like a pyramid like she was high up and so they were supposed to catch her behind she just Like, you see her face smiling, and then it just unsmiles when you see the over-rotation. And it's the funniest thing (sighs) in the world. You actually see, like, the facial expression. And then, like, they cut the camera right when she hits the ground. And I just look down, and she's, like, on the ground. I'm like, oh my god, I feel so bad.
1: I wish I could have been there, but, but I also don't wish I was there, because... My sister's best friend got married this weekend, and my sister's best friend is, like, a- another sister to me. Like, it-, it was awesome. Like, I teared up a little bit during the ceremony because, you know, like, you're seeing somebody who you consider, like, family. And it was just, it was a great time. Bummed I didn't get to see everybody at Cortica.
0: I'll I, be there. I, I guess I'll be...
1: I'll be, I'm honestly like, I'll see everybody soon. Now I'm just bummed that I didn't get to see somebody eat shit.
0: Yeah. Like the closest,
1: the closest I got to seeing somebody eat shit was, um, we were getting off the shuttle to get back to the hotel after (laughs) the wedding and my sister almost ate shit. Oh, (laughs) I thought you were going to say you saw someone else just like. Slip out real quick (laughs) Nah I I, I ate shit at another wedding That I was at two weeks ago though Like crashed down like fell on top of somebody Um Limbo Some dude was hammered limboed before me Dude limboed before me Spilled his drink So I went and I didn't realize that he spilled And my foot gave out and I just went down (laughs) Oh my god uh, just but men. yeah, um. um, screw Cortland, Ithaca beat them, and for every, uh, Ithaca bomber out there, uh, when Cortica rolls around, we have one thing that we like to say, Cortland girls poop. Hey, yo, welcome back to the High Kicks podcast. How we doing, Carl? I
0: am exhausted, but we gotta record. I'm actually about to be heading to Europe uh, tomorrow, so driving over to Boston. Everything.
1: Finger guns as always. Let's keep it rolling. You want to put them up so people can actually see them because we're doing video this week. Because that was that was a bad angle.
0: You know what? I I did it like here. I was like, it still works. Yeah, finger fair. guns.
1: Let's keep fair. it fair. So you're leaving for Europe. That's gonna be fun. Weird, mm-hmm. weird vibes right now. We're, we're recording this on a Sunday night where usually we do Monday night or Tuesday night. And it's not even midnight yet. I mean, it's going to be in like five minutes, but this is the earliest yes. we've recorded an episode in a very long time.
0: I have deemed it necessary for the for the occasion.
1: While you're gone, I'm going to try and get some guest hosts on. Uh, I'm going to text Val, see if he wants to do an episode, see if we can get anybody else involved. Met a really, really, really cool guy um, at the wedding this past weekend. It was actually so my sister's friend, Wynne, who got married, her sister's fiance is like a huge footy guy. And he's a Liverpool supporter. And we were just shooting the shit the entire time. Just like talking back and forth and we got progressively drunker as the night went on and the takes got progressively hotter and <laughs> it was phenomenal and I think I want to have him on the show at some point. So that was just really cool, but it's hey, going to it's going to be it's going to be weird doing this without you for a little bit.
0: You know what? I'll be back as I say. I'll be I don't back even know,
1: I don't terminated. even know when you're coming back. Like December 10th, 11th. Oh, so you're going for, like, almost a month. Yeah, pretty much. And you're not going to get to see any football. Let's uh, not talk about it anymore. (laughs) Cool. So let's talk about, like, you know, football, because that's what we do on this show. Instead of talking about travel and weddings. What? The fact that I
0: won't be able to see any, like, I'm I'm crying inside. That's trash.
1: Cool. 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 You're still going to be in Europe. So we're jumping, we're jumping right into the matches for this week, We're we're going to try and make this one a little bit quick and talking about the Premier League so we can spend more time breaking down our thoughts on some of the World Cup squads and having a World Cup prediction. But this first thing I'm about to say involves the World Cup squads, because one, Ivan Tony should be going to the World Cup. And yes. And two, he proved that against City. Like Against the best
0: team in the world, in arguably.
1: The, best team in the Prem. Potentially the best club team in the world. We're not sure. Yes. On paper, probably. And Tony scores not one, but two. And the second goal was the end of a great build-up play in the 98th yep. to silence the Manchester City crowd. Silence. I was shocked. Like I woke up to a text from my mom being like, "Brentford beat City," and I was like, "What?" Because we we were hammered the night before too.
0: It's just more impressive that Ivan Tony is not getting the recognition that he needs, or that he deserves. I don't know why I it's said not even needs. needs;
1: it's it's deserves. He's because been absolutely balling this year, and we'll. The-
0: Go. The reason why Brentford's in the position they are, like, without Erickson and still being a very competent side is largely, largely due to Ivan Tony. Very largely. And, like, with, with the downfall of other sides, like, not complete downfall, but, like, honestly, Brighton's not been playing too hot. Chelsea's not been playing too hot. I don't think... Brentford's gonna go ahead of Chelsea, but it possibly
1: yeah, 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 but that's that that's a good segue because speaking of Chelsea, did you watch any of the Chelsea um Newcastle match?
0: No, I did not catch
1: any. I'm guessing they got
0: dismantled,
1: honestly, no, so it. It was an exciting match. It was pretty back and forth. The possessions were rather even. The passes were rather even. Even the touches. Like, Chelsea had 668 touches. Mm -hmm. Newcastle had 635. Like, the passes were only separated by 20. They both had 23 tackles. Like, it was a very even match. Until Miguel Almiron starts dribbling across the middle of the pitch in the 67th and takes a touch. That's a little bit too hard, little bit too much on it. And he was going to lose the ball. And he basically like looked up and stepped away and saw Joe Willick running in, who was reading the play and Willick hits a one time curling effort by Mendy into the back of the net. And I was just like, Wow. Like it Surprise. was, it was gorgeous. All like, right. let me see this. Gorgeous. You're gonna go look it up. Yeah. I'll I'll just keep talking while you're looking it up. I mean, going into the break, Newcastle sits third, deservedly so. So they have the third best goal differential in the Premier League. They have the third most points, obviously, because they're in third. They are eight, six, and one. They have won their last five. And in those wins, it's Everton, Spurs, a 4-0 drilling of Villa, a 4-1 drilling of Southampton, and a 1-0 win against Chelsea. They have been everything that we wanted and more. I've absolutely loved it. The entire side has been fantastic. Have you seen the goal at yet? this point?
0: No, no, not yet. But I think the main thing we, at this point, were presuming maybe it would be more of a jump financially. Like that would be sort of mm-hmm. supporting us. Like we were sort of thinking around this time was the time where they may be getting a little more money. Like, it, even though it is sudden, like, yeah whatever they're doing everything with just like their normal squad that yep they built out of just genuine chemistry and
1: yeah. there's a couple tactics. there's a couple big signings in there um bruno gamara's sven botman bringing in nick pope was very big alexander isaac but the big story for this side this season has been Miguel Amaron and he's been there for a little bit. Joe Linton, been there for a little bit. Joe Willick, been there for a little bit. Yeah. They've been... Bro.
0: Like, I... I... I just don't know what to say about this side because I don't really see many ways for them to actively improve, which is crazy to say, because every single side in the prem, like you look at them, and you're like, oh, yeah, these are like massive flaws. It's just like, as time will come, they'll just like, get better. Not. They are amazing. Currently, I'm loving I want to the... see
1: who they bring in in January. Yes, because they're going to. And if it's anything like last window, when the transfer, um, like when the out of the trench from the takeover happened, they're going to be calm, calculated, collected signings. Carl, you're watching that goal, and you know what I mean. It was gorgeous.
0: Bro, the ball in to begin with was beautiful. The whole thing was, like, was beautiful. Bro, it was a crazy backheel, nice cut in. Like then, They are playing yeah, gorgeous football. Yeah, no. That that's the main thing. It's not boring to watch either. It's not like Like I remember when Spurs was like really doing well and it was just like this. Park is the bus month. encounter. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's when they were sitting top of the prem and we were just like, All right, boys, like uh what what you doing? Like yep. Newcastle are playing legitimate football, where like well, it's all legitimate on... football.
1: I'm gonna, I'm gonna start. It's all yeah. legitimate football. They're playing exciting football,
0: very exciting and very yes. tactically diverse. Like they they aren't just oh yeah, we're gonna do like one thing against one team every single time. They're like yeah, we're gonna mix this up, start throwing like different little reads in there, like really tactically change the game because. Like we've talked about, it's not always, oh, yeah, we have the better signings in all the positions. Like, if we look at Chelsea's squad depth compared to Newcastle, like, this shouldn't have been a conversation of what side actually want. But squad depth,
1: squad depth, maybe. But starting 11, they're similar.
0: Starting 11, like, you still have to give a nod to Chelsea, though. I mean, yeah. I would say Eddie
1: Howe is probably a better manager than Graham Potter. I
0: 100% agree.
1: That's the difference. And Newcastle are in phenomenal form.
0: I agree as well. And we don't know if, like, Chelsea's on decline or anything like that. Like, it's also a new manager, and they're trying to still settle in. And new ownership. And new
1: ownership. Yeah,
0: like, it hasn't been enough time to make any full, like, any full read on that situation? So, Correct. Not gonna start bashing Chelsea, but congratulations! I'm always, to I'm New always, da-
1: I'm always down to bash Chelsea. What do you mean you're not gonna start bashing Chelsea? We've been bashing Chelsea for two and a half years.
0: No, I feel bad for them right now. They're actually bad.
1: Did you feel bad for Arsenal when they were bad?
0: No, that was like like a meme entirely.
1: Like Chelsea right are now. Chelsea might get... Yeah, get Chelsea just
0: have so much money. Yeah. Like, actually, Chelsea, that. And like, I And, that, like, that's the main reason. I don't really feel bad for them. I'm just like, yeah, yeah. like, no matter what's happening, they're going to make up for it eventually. Yeah.
1: So I'm about to say a sentence that is not typically synonymous with the club that I'm about to... Well, it's synonymous with one of the clubs we're going to be talking about in this next match, but not the other one. Tottenham Hotspur were involved in the most exciting game in the Premier League this weekend.
0: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And the the other side if y'all are wondering, Leeds. 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 Yeah. It, Leeds. Leeds is the most exciting team to watch in the Prem since they have joined the Prem.
1: Yeah. Not exciting in terms of, you know, brilliantly brilliant winning football, but exciting because you just never know what you're going to get. <laughs> I mean, they are so unpredictable, they're... You could get Merikand, or... You can get Merkand, you can get Sockered, you can get Porkroll Peleid, <laughs> you can get Medford Messied. There's
0: so many they different could options stuck.
1: with that side. They could come back against you and end your dreams, or they could absolutely collapse. And they, they, they collapsed this week.
0: They collapse, and they can also just clap you at, like, random times,
1: though. Yes. You literally are just like,
0: oh, yeah, no, like, we're on the run of form. We're the best team, blah, 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 clap.
1: Shout <laughs> out to Ben Tanker, though. I mean, that's impressive, yeah, yeah. scoring 81-83 to take your team from 3-2 down to 4-3 up.
0: Got to give it props. Got to give yeah. it
1: props. Spurs have been confusing me this season. I'm not gonna lie. I feel like the Premier
0: League in general has just been a very confusing atmosphere right now. Like, you can't be like, "Oh yeah," like any side's gonna definitely come so out. Here's my thing. Here's my thing with Arsenal. Spurs.
1: But here's my thing with Spurs: two zero loss to City or to to uh, United, two one loss to Newcastle. Three yeah. two comeback win against Bournemouth. Two one loss to Liverpool, four three comeback win against Leeds. They're struggling to win the games that a team in the top four should just easily win. And you they're losing roll. Then they're losing to all of the other competitive sides in the top four. And Liverpool are seven points back of Spurs but they do have a game in hand over spurs and i could see spurs falling and if spurs fall man u gets four but i also could see man u falling and i like liverpool have also been like starting to get it back together if you haven't been noticing being dead serious here they've Two... been alright 2-1 like... the 2-1 win against spurs was pretty dominant and the 3-1 win i know we're I'm off topic here from what the board says but <laughs> I mean, Carl goes on his uh, United ramble, so I'm taking my turn. Darwin Nunez yeah, I was gonna say United. Darwin Nunez scored a brace. Um, he he's looking like all just, he's actually starting to look like a good signing. I just yeah, it looks like he learned how to take a first touch a little bit. The it's just interesting to me, and I've been seeing this all over Instagram lately, and I want to get your take on it. So. We've all been talking about how Gabriel Jesus was having an amazing season for Arsenal and this and that and this and that. And Darwin Nunez has scored either more or the same amount of goals as him in the Premier League in 600 less minutes. And one of them is considered a early season flop and the other one is having the best season he's had in years. And I just want to know what your thoughts are on that, because obviously... Jesus influences the game in a lot of other ways other than just goal scoring, but at the end of the day, he's a striker, and he's supposed to be scoring goals. And he's been playing in the Premier League for so long that there's not much adaptation, especially when he's going to a new manager that was his old assistant coach, so he knows his style. And Darwin Nunez, it took him a little bit. He had to control his anger. He was a little hot-headed, but in the last couple matches he's been He's been playing well. He's been a force. And I don't know, I just think the early season flop, it's the same shit that got said to like Kai Havertz when he was not playing well in the beginning. Like we, Oh, Kai Havertz just getting ripped a new one. We we label people flops way too fast.
0: I wouldn't have said that he was a flop. I just really thought his first touch was so bad
1: his first touch still is dog shit
0: yeah but like he's actually adapting for and now like yeah. those first couple of games it was literally just mm-hmm. yeah i took the first touch that made everyone look at me like i shouldn't be on
1: the pitch like all right yeah, i'm gonna i'm gonna shit. shut the i'm gonna shut this down real quick and run us back into spurs because if we're gonna talk about liverpool i could do it forever there was one Liverpool topic I wanted to bring up, but I completely forgot to put it in the show, and we're already like 20-some-odd minutes in, and if we start talking about the potential sale of Liverpool, we're not going to get to the World Cup until like 2 a.m., so we're going to skip yeah. over that, and I'll talk about that either on a solo episode or something else, I'll make something for that, because I got thoughts. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in regards
0: to Spurs, um, without Sun, they're massively down bad, pretty much. Like, I feel like that's the main thing. They just... They're possessing a little more, I've noticed, but it's not really correlating to more chances or anything.
1: Yeah. I mean, Sun is Sun, so...
0: Yeah, yeah. Sun is... One of the best strikers and wingers in the world, and he can play
1: any position he wants. Yes, 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 yes. So, Carl, we are going to move into our next topic. I would like you to... I would... Yes, it is that time we're going to get into the World Cup squads, and I would just like you to use your internet, use your whatever browser you're going to use. I mean, I know it's Chrome because you have to be on Chrome to use Riverside. And just find a... No, l- are you serious? I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. Um, and find a site that has all of the fixtures that have been announced. Or not fixture squads that have been announced. Oh. ESPN has them all. Should be the first link.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah. So... First off, because it goes by group, I'm looking at the Netherlands squad here and I'm noticing one omission. Sven Botman. Hmm? What?
0: So you're looking at the 2022 World Cup list?
1: All squad lists for Qatar on ESPN. Has all the lists in the Netherlands? Yeah. Yeah, that's surprising to me. I mean, I I like this Netherlands side a lot. Um,
0: I sort of like what they're trying to
1: do with the midfield. You want to know who might ball the fuck out at this World Cup? Who? Javi Simmons. Yeah, that's what, who I was looking at. Like I, I have Netherlands doing rather well. I I I like their roster. I also. Like the... They're one
0: of my favorites.
1: Yeah. DePay, Bergwijn, Luke Jong, Wout Weghorst, or Woutzweghorst, whichever, however you want to pronounce it, English, like Americanized, it's Wout Weghorst, but Woutzweghorst sounds a lot better. Also, I think Cody Gakbo is going to ball. Yeah. I'm not too familiar with the Dutch pool of players in terms of who should have got... Put in and who shouldn't have so
0: i honestly really like the defenders that they've chosen in terms of the dutch pool of players very dominant uh selection um they have one of the best defenses in the world so i'm interested what options they're gonna throw out there because they have a lot that they can do in terms of yes. midfielders they went relatively young and i'm really liking what they're doing with like some veteran talent and of course you have frankie so always yep. going to be going off and then in terms of forwards they went for
1: also they went for
0: a nice mix that they, they i feel like they they are omitting someone in terms of a forward but i like the young the young isn't going to be the most dominant goal scorer but he's one of these veteran talents really good for yeah. them to buy a one
1: Yep. Like, also, Xavi like... Simmons can play up there. Cody Gakpo can play on the wing, so there's a lot mm-hmm. to do with that squad. I'm excited to watch them play. I think they're going to fly through the group stage, and the tests for them are going to start in the knockout.
0: Yeah, like even though you look at Senegal in the same group, Senegal is just not anything of the same side. Even though no. Mane's going yeah. off
1: and I don't, doing I don't... everything... I don't have too much breakdown for the Senegal side, honestly.
0: Um, no, they they chose the best players they, that they had, yeah. And based on what I'm looking at, I definitely see them coming second because Ecuador yes. and
1: Qatar. Um, yeah, they're yeah. not in the competition. All right. for All right, that all right, group. all right. Scroll down to Group B. You know what it's yeah. time. You know what it's time for.
0: Well, we already talked about one of the talents being left out. Like, even though you have so many players here. We're talking, like, we're
1: talking about England here, by the way.
0: Yeah. For, for Callum Wilson. I, I,
1: if Antonio or Callum not, Wilson, any day of the week for me, any day, any day, any day.
0: Like that's a joke.
1: Any day. So there's a couple shocking players for me, Maguire's on here. Why the fuck is he here? Maguire should be Maguire is always going to be on there because Southgate I likes know. him, but in a perfect world from a standpoint of not Gareth Southgate's mind Harry Maguire should be off this list and Fakeo Tamori should be on personally oh, oh. any day of the week Also, Eric, I would take Tamori over fucking Eric Dyer Eric Dyer has been playing very well for Spurs lately
0: He's very good. But what I mean is, like, you need to start going younger. Like, Connor, Cody, Eric Dyer, not massive fans of, in my own opinion. Yeah, I would probably just go for someone else just because in regards to who the way that who? those defenders move. Who? Like, there, there's so many English talents, bro. Like, I would go for Chabaloa over these guys. I'd go for tamori you can name eight more like i would go for any of them um despite the season he's having uh the villa defender
1: mings like i would yeah i would take tyron mings I over wouldn't. any of these i wouldn't connor cody's been playing really well eric dyer has been playing really well i understand why they're there older some kind of more veteran leadership I understand. It's just that with
0: this England side, they—I feel like they
1: try to do it a
0: little too much.
1: In terms, what are your of, thoughts uh, on well. the midfield? Declan Rice, Jude Bellingham, Calvin Phillips, Jordan Henderson, Connor Gallagher, Mason Mount. Connor really Gallagher, like Connor Jude Ga- Bellingham, Connor Gallagher is shocking to me that he is in this team.
0: I feel like it's the personal bias with the coach as well like i'm just sort of like yeah
1: yeah i mean it just so he hasn't he wasn't necessarily there for all of the other like all of the other rounds of qualifying and the last groups of friendlies and all of this other stuff yeah and i don't necessarily think he's done too much at chelsea to earn the call up no but i think talent wise he is good enough to be here
0: I feel like that's what they're currently doing. Like, because the rest of the players on this team, like, they're still
1: very deep in this competition. And, like, how would you like to see this team line up? Actually, well, we can go over strikers in a little bit.
0: Probably like a 4 3 3, but, like, with, like, two forwards and a. um and a striker so like instead of like real wing based like sort of keep it tight and do like two like a right forward and a left forward because i feel like okay. if you really integrate harry kane like that and then you throw like you have to have sack on the pitch and then Foden's probably your next guy right now so You end up swapping Sterling into that every once in a while. You throw Rashford a game or two. Like you just keep on growing that side here and there, and then you can move Grealish back. You can put Madison back. Like Mount's amazing down there already, and Bellingham's arguably gonna become one of the best midfielders in the world. Like
1: so, my midfield. So if we're going for. Three I'm going
0: three. Four three three. But like if we're really going,
1: tight. If we're going four three three. I I have Stones and Dyer or Stones and Cody, even though it's gonna be Stones and Maguire. Um oh, I have
0: Stones and Ben White. I, I give it to Ben White right ben, now.
1: Ben White's been playing too much right back this season.
0: I think he would still be able to pull it back.
1: I agree. Because then but... I would
0: have Kyle Walker as well, and Kyle Walker can also play right back, center
1: back. So then, I. Like... So, the issue that I'm seeing here is Luke Shaw like has to start. Yeah, because he's the only left back. Trippier actually can play left back though. True, but he just um, hasn't been. Yeah. Um, I think Trent's going to be on the bench. Personally, I don't think he should, but I think he will be. Um. Yeah, My midfield should be Declan Rice, Jude Bellingham, and probably Jordan Henderson, but I don't know if he can go through a whole game, so maybe Calvin Phillips, even though he's a little bit out of form due to injury. (laughs) I don't think Declan Rice, Jude Bellingham, and Mason Mount leaves your midfield defensive enough, which is why I didn't say those three. And I mean, I got I got I got Saka, Foden, and Kane up top. I think if you don't have those three, you're wrong. Objectively, yeah. E- ev- everything else I said is subjective, and you could go either way. Sokka. yeah,
0: because if you throw Declan Rice, Bellingham, and Phillips, like that's a super defensive midfield, and Bellingham is really back and forth, so you're able yeah. to do pretty much whatever you want. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they. This team—it's just hilarious how much we're talking about it. They're—they're they're taking the group, by the way. If you're wondering, like, why we're talking about them like this, um, it's Iran, the U.S., and Wales. Wales will probably end up taking second, and the U.S. will disappoint. But I think I think, really
1: I think wanna... we I think uh this is gonna be my segue into the U.S. roster. I think we pull a second in this group. I really do. I I I think we do. So but... so our midfield. I don't want to get too. Light. With McKinney, Musa, Adams, Aronson, the ability to have all of them and whatever. Jordan Peefock should be on this, on this list. He should. Jordan Peefock or Ricardo Pepe, one or the other. Oh, I'd put
0: Ricardo Pepe in, in a
1: heartbeat. Pepe. Pepe,
0: whatever.
1: Yes. I, I like that Josh Sargent's here, though. He's been balling for Norwich. That is true. So deserved. There's not really much I want to say about the U.S. side. It's just no. I'm excited
0: to see like Yedlin, Dust, but there's a lot of talent on this U.S. side that can push a lot of other sides to their limits Mm -hmm. if everyone starts peaking. Mm -hmm. Um. So I'm really interested if those couple light bulbs can click and can be one of those sides
1: yep yep i in terms of wales i'm gonna skip over wales i'm actually shockingly gonna skip over argentina because we know what they're capable of we know how good they are we'll talk about them in the predictions we do not need to break down that roster
0: Real bro, we just did it with all the other ones, real quick. Lissandro Martinez, Gas, Traffico. No, but like, that's, I'm that's really that. I'm really
1: impressed by. Ta- like, did you say uh, Traffico yeah. Tag- Tagliafico? Um, I don't. I mean, I mean, we can run it down, but we don't need to like go into great detail because we know how good this side is. We know that they're in the best form of any national side in the world right now. Yeah. We know that they're going to put out the best possible team they can. We know how they're going to play. We know how Messi plays with this side, and I'm expecting great things. I'm happy that
0: Dybala is really going to be integrated within this side again. Yes. 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 But, like you said, let's move forward, because Poland is also fun to talk about a little bit.
1: Poland's Lewandowski, and there's not much... I mean, I don't it
0: just need to
1: won. I mean, yeah, but I, <laughs> honestly, I don't think they get out of this group. I think it's Argentina and Mexico. I, I just do, know. but we'll get into that more in predictions. I'm just, we're, yeah. we're already almost at the 40 minute mark. So I'm trying to find the more, the bigger squads for us to break down. One thing I'm looking at is Denmark only brought two keepers, and that's ballsy as shit. Yeah, but I like seeing Ericsson back, so screw it. Yes, yes, yes. They're still a dark horse. This, this side is fine. And then you take a peep at France, and then you're like, holy shit. Dude. Dude. Uh, so one oh. thing I'm noticing. So Matteo Ganduzi has flipped his script from being the Arsenal difficult boy to he's balling. Yeah. He's talented as all hell. We were texting with Val, and we are confused as to why Mike Mignon wasn't on this roster. He's hurt. Makes sense. Milan doesn't think he's going to yeah. be back until January. That is why he's not here. But holy mother of fuck, and pardon my language for saying that, but the forward line here of Karim Benzema, Kingsley Komen, Usland, or Usman Dembele, Olivier Giroud, Antoine Griezmann, Kylian Mbappe, and Christopher Nkunku. I don't care how you want to line that up. That's deadly. Lucas and Theo Hernandez, Presno Kimpembe, Kanate, Kunde, Pavard, Saliba, Upmakano. Veron, you could take
0: out. I shit you not. Like,
1: Veron, you could take out
0: Benzema. V- yeah, and Coman, and they're yeah. still better than like with ev- four players than, than every team. The majority of the world, yes. yeah, well, yeah.
1: So, but I shit you maybe, not. With, maybe,
0: with, maybe England
1: beats them oh. with the defenders. Brazil also. With the defenders that I listed, I don't know if Varon starts.
0: Oh no, Varon's lost that foot. I don't think Varon starts anymore.
1: Yeah, yeah. Glad we're on the same page there. I mean, Saliba has I'd, to. start. I'd probably
0: start Kimpembe. Saliba has to start based on the way that he's playing. I, I would, would maybe Mankata, start though. Like I'm telling you, like he's really capable, and Kounde is able
1: to play the right I, I and the would. left. I mean, Theo Hernandez is gonna play the left. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> and Benjamin Pavard's gonna play the right. I, I
0: hate Pavard at the right, just in terms of FIFA. But he's so good, and like they can Carl, just the never real world get is not that. FIFA. I know, but FIFA matters sometimes. Yeah, but no, Pavard's actually such a talent at right back. It's just like people always overlook him. because he. He isn't as flashy as a lot of other players, but the way that he holds down the back with his passing and such as well, it's very impressive. Yes, yes,
1: yes. So we're going to slide into the so-called group of death. The only thing that I want to say about Costa Rica is Kaylor Navas is going to ball out. I was thinking the same thing. That's all. We can move on to Germany, but I cannot see that roster without giving my favorite keeper some love.
0: Yeah, they have some fun midfield talents. So with Germany, I think it's mostly going to be a tale of Musiala.
1: You want to know who else I think it's going to be a tale of? Adayami? Nope. Mokoko? Yep. I think he's going to announce himself to the world at this World Cup. Everybody knows who he is. Everybody knows how good Musiala is. Everybody knows the potential of Makoko. I think we're going to see it. I I I, think I really think we're going to see it. I think
0: both of them will ball.
1: I think Musiala's going to ball, but I think it's expected that he balls. I don't think it's expected for Makoko to ball.
0: I'm thinking Musiala does it to the next level, though. Wow.
1: But like I th- the way
0: that I, I think, I, I have... think,
1: I think Musiala wins best young player of the tournament. Yeah. Pending how far Germany go.
0: I think even if they get knocked out, like I, I think they're winning this group. Like I'm not gonna beat her on the bush.
1: But I think, I mean, so I think this group is cased between Germany and Spain. I just don't know who's gonna take it. All yeah, I'm giving although... in to
0: Germany just because of Musiala.
1: Although, and, like,
0: Kimmich and Goretzka And, like, Sané I,
1: I forgot what, um World Cup it was It might have been 2010 Might have been 2014 I think it was fourteen When Costa Rica was, like, written off Because they were in the group of death and whatever And they won it So just, like they're not the same side they were then, but just watch out for them, even though I don't think it's going to matter. But we're going to slide into Spain real quick, and we're going to get this moving a little bit quicker because I want to get to the predictions part, and there's a couple more squads I want to go over. I'm thinking we do Spain, and then we skip down to Brazil, and we just go So we've
0: it. talked about Spain's keeper situation. Um, In terms of this side, it's... A lot about what kind of midfield they're going to be throwing out at you. Um, I'm really interested to see
1: Rodri, Pedri, and Gavi get a lot of minutes, but Carlos Solaire should be. I I think the starting midfield is Rodri, Pedri, and Gavi though.
0: Yeah, I, I think so too. I I think that's pretty set in stone. But I'm, Pedri I'm and interested. Gavi
1: play so well together, and exactly Rodri is one of the best in his
0: position in the world. He is the best. Then. There, there's no argument. He he is the best right now. They I'm I'm con-
1: surprised Ansu made this side, just because of injuries, not ability. He's phenomenal, but he just yeah. he hasn't played a lot
0: lately. So, no. But every time he comes on the pitch, it's pretty it's much like filthy. a goal and an assist. And so <laughs> it's like yeah, might as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pau Torres, love you to death. Laporte, love that you aren't on friend. Um, I love love that um,
1: Amiric Amiric Laporte looked at Didier Deschamps and was like, you don't want me. Deuces. And now he's Spanish. Yeah, Yeah, for real. (laughs) If you can play for uh, both and you haven't been capped, why not?
0: So, Group F, um, this group has already been won because of the loss of one player, but Yeah, Alfonso Davies being hurt, it's over. Yeah, he's still included in the side, but even with this side, with Jonathan David, with all these other, yeah, he's still being included in the side.
1: Where is his name? Literally forwards. Oh, I was. He doesn't play as a defender. (laughs) I was looking at defenders. Yeah, I was about to say. I was so yeah, confused. But no.
0: Canada, like, if Davies doesn't play, and if either Davies doesn't Belgium play or Croatia, you're screwed. Yeah. Because I, I think they can beat Morocco, but. Yeah. Yeah. Uh Croatia's way too dominant right now. That midfield is nuts. That midfield
1: is That midfield is nuts. Is nuts. Nuts. Literally, Modric, Kovačić, Brazevich—hands down, one of the best midfields in the world. Yes, um, yes. we can skip Morocco. Oh my God! Yeah, I'm sorry. wait hold on, hold on hold, I, on, hold on, hold on. Hakim Ziyech is on this side.
0: Yeah, and so is Hakimi.
1: Yeah, but Hakim Ziyech has multiple times declared that he wasn't going to play international anymore due to disagreements with an international manager. So it's shocking to me that, oh. I, that he's he's included in this side. But it's a World Cup, and they want their best players there. That is all. Yeah, um,
0: that's probably fair. All right, so... But let's let's go to the best player in the world. Um, what? Belgium.
1: Oh, oh, oh. I mean... They're old, they're aging, their golden generation is gone. But,
0: but you still have the best player in the world, so it's just sort of like... They,
1: they have the best midfielder in the world. He's not the best player in the world. I'm sorry. You can make the argument. N- no. Last season he was. Maybe. But no. Right now I wouldn't. No. But He's one of the best passing midfielders season, I've ever seen. I don't think there's really ever been a point where he's been the actual clear-cut best player in the world, personally.
0: Um, oh, no, no, I don't even think it's clear-cut. I'm just saying, like, yeah, I think, like, he has, like, a full-on yeah. case. Because he's had by the it way, for, like, by multiple the way, seasons, too.
1: If you, if you can't figure out who KDB. we're talking about, we're talking about KDB. KDB he's, for Belgium. But so, for me, so, Belgium's defense is old. Gone. Gone. Just, just aging. Um, long gone are the days where Jan Vertonghen and Toby Alderweireld could hold down the back. Um, Thibaut Courtois is, is still the best keeper in the world for me. So that they're fine yeah. there. They're the best keeper and the best attacking midfielder. Yes. And the Yuri Tielemans KDB link up is going to be good. I don't know necessarily know who the third one they're going to pair in there is. And, yeah,
0: because Vitzel <laughs> lost a step. Like you could do Castagne or Munier or something, but yeah, yeah, like it, they're not naturally in the midfield. They're more yeah. of a right or left back. Yep. Um, in I terms got, of forwards, yeah, I was and, gonna say I got I got
1: be, I got two more teams I want to talk about before we go into our group predictions because we're nearing the fifty minute mark and I wanna I want to get a move on. Yeah. So. We're gonna we're gonna slide into I think you know where I'm going with this. This is on paper, personally for me, hands down the best team in this competition. Oh, by far. I don't even think there's an argument. So first off, the goalkeepers in Brazil: Allison, Ederson, Weverton. Easy. Phenomenal defenders. Danny Alves's inclusion is a little bit shocking to me, just given the age, but I'm not sure how much he's going to play uh, and the leadership. I was about to say. The leadership. Um, yeah. Danilo, Alexandro, Alex Teles, Bremer, who's been balling, Militao, Marquinhos, Thiago Silva. I don't see a weak point. <laughs> Bruno Gamarez, Casemiro, Everton Ribeiro, Fabinho, Fred, Lucas Paqueta. People were confused why Fred. Fred balls for Brazil.
0: Yes, and Simply. also Fred has been playing very good for United as well.
1: And then like Anthony, you look top. Gabriel Jesus, Gabriel Martinelli, Martinelli, Neymar, Rafinha, Rosarlson, Rodrigo, Vinicius Junior. And I didn't say Pedro because people were like, "Why is Pedro there?" Dude's balling in Brazil. Yeah. Like just just because you play and you don't play in Europe doesn't mean you're not balling, and he is balling yep definitely deserves to be there
0: no i love seeing that but i also honestly... like,
1: i don't mind that bobby's not there no you could make the case bobby over martinelli for age and experience but i think including the young guy is important i have one thing that i would like to ask you about though when it comes to brazil because this was a hot topic that was said by uh Ronaldo. Nazario, obviously. Not, not... um... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know, I know. Do you you know what he said, or do you... I think I heard
0: about it, actually. I don't remember.
1: He claims that Tite should have included Endrick. 16-year-old Endrick. And his reasoning was, even if you don't play him, the experience that you get going into a world cup when you have this kind of talent up top, knowing that he's not going to play is huge for development. Yeah. And Ronaldo said, when I went to the world cup in 2017 or not, when not 2017, obviously when he was 17, yeah. he, he was like, I didn't step on the field, but I got to experience that. And it prepared me for the next one. Yeah, so I think when your squad is that stacked, it might not have been a bad move. It's like the argument for Makoko, even though Makoko is gonna play, so that doesn't really. But all right,
0: so let's keep it going because you just said, uh, biggest surprise for me in this entire tournament may be Uruguay. Why? Just because. Like they arguably have the best midfielder in the world right now in terms of everything, box to box. The oh, way that. Fede. Fed... Fede. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fede.
0: Valverde is hands down just by far the Fede. best box to box midfielder in
1: the world. Mm-hmm. Um, Fede and Ben. Luis Quintar. Suarez can ball. Edinson Cavani can ball. Yeah. And Darwin, Darwin
0: Nunez. Nunez can actually develop into something here
1: so Dece- December second is the match that I'm most excited for yes, in this entire world cup yes Uruguay Ghana. simple, simple, but we that's a quick breakdown, not really quick. That was like twenty plus minutes of of the sides um
0: all right, let's do it real quick what Group A, who you taking?
1: Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Are we just gonna do group winner and second? Or are we gonna do like who's gonna win each game in the group? Oh no, group winner and second. Okay. So I'm not sure how much of this is gonna change from when we did this however long ago. But I got the Netherlands winning the group in Group A, and I got Senegal in second, and I think it's like a nine point and a six point, and then we'll see what Ecuador and Qatar end up with.
0: 100% agree. Not even
1: a flaw in that. This one game I'm going, I'm not in the next group, so I think England wins the group. I do think the USA comes in second. I really do do as well. I I think we're going to get our shit together. I do have one thing to say, though. So over the last two plus years of this show, when we refer to the beautiful game, we call it football. If England fails to beat the United States of America. On November 25th. The High Kicks podcast will start to refer to the beautiful game that we all love as soccer. <laughs> no, I'm not Actually, you are. I'm not know, kidding. I'm not kidding. If we win Mine that doesn't... game, the the show's calling it soccer from now on. <laughs> um right, I'm with it. No, nah, but I, I think I think England wins. I think um Yeah. I think we get second. I think this is more of a so I think England finishes maybe with like 7 points. I don't think they get 9. Um, yeah, I
0: don't think England wins all 3 games. I was thinking like I a think they they either, they either
1: then, draw us or Wales. Um
0: I was thinking they draw us and we barely squeak out a win against Wales and we end yeah. up beating Iran.
1: Um And then but
0: group C. It, it, In this group, it's more the U.S. is to lose than for Wales to win.
1: Yeah. 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 So, Group C. Group C. Argentina Argentina on top. Argentina Argentina on top with three wins. And I'm taking Poland. I'm taking Mexico.
0: Just because I think Poland is a little scrappier. In terms of, like, as of recently, I think I'm relying on Lewandowski more than. Are you forgetting?
1: Are you forgetting about World Cup memo Ochoa? Is he actually playing?
0: Uh Uh-huh. Bro, he's so old, but like, yeah, no, Lewandowski's
1: not scoring. (laughs) Just just saying that that's part of why I'm picking Mexico. Um
0: All right, so maybe I'd do
1: big Mexico, but yeah. The, so next group, group D. France, Denmark, case. Yeah, easy. Group E. So it should be Spain and Germany. I'm taking Germany and then Spain. I well I'm saying just as going through, I'm taking Germany oh, yeah. and then Spain also. But I would not be shocked if Costa Rica pulls second.
0: I'm taking Germany
1: and then Spain. With I am these, too. I am too. It, but I'm just saying have I have
0: way too much to lose. Yeah. I just, I just, I understand. wouldn't
1: be shocked. I also like the world cup curse, but I think France's group is just like, I don't see Australia and Tunisia getting through. So I think the world cup curse ends here.
0: Yeah. I genuinely don't see how they don't go through. Like
1: if, if France were in a more difficult group, I could see it happening, but not this. one. Sure.
0: No. No, ba- based on what is happening yeah. with the other teams.
1: Yep. Yeah. So for Group F, I have Belgium top, Croatia second. Although, my one thing is if Alfonso Davies is healthy and able to play, I have Canada second.
0: I still have Croatia second. Like, I genuinely think Alfonso Davies is the difference maker, but I don't think he'll be back in time and well, yeah. Croatia's
1: midfield has been so dominant I think if Davies is back in time it's Canada if if Davies even misses a half of a match it's Croatia Yeah I have Brazil um, I have Brazil and Serbia although it could be Switzerland I mean I have Brazil top with 3 wins straight up I about. have Brazil and I'm looking at the depth.
0: If it was a couple of years ago, I'd go for Cameroon, but I'm gonna shoot no. for Switzerland. I really like the way that Summer played last tournament, like the Euros. He was nuts, and he could easily replicate a performance like that. I and don't Bolo know if really he's good. gonna I don't
1: know if he's gonna be the starting keeper.
0: I don't even think he is, but like I think I think Cobel, I,
1: mean, I think Cobell's gonna be the starting keeper.
0: Well, I think they know what they're doing. If if summer isn't starting and he is capable of balling like that, I'll give him yeah some sort of props. Yeah, yeah. No, in terms of uh group age, I'm going to be taking Portugal and Uruguay. I think Portugal Portugal just have such a dominant side, and then Uruguay are very attacking. So I'm interested to see what happens.
1: I agree. I got Portugal and Uruguay. Um, Sun's health could mean some weird things for Korea. Also, I don't want to write off Ghana. I just... So for Ghana, for me, they could not qualify. But if they beat Uruguay, they go home happy. I yeah. think they're they're that I'm so excited for that match after what happened in the quarterfinals when they last played. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that, Loki. If
0: That's going to be the for, biggest you,
1: match. You forgot about that?
0: I forgot about it. Yeah, Hondo I was literally just thinking about how great of a match like the matchups actually are. Like, it could genuinely just be one of the greatest matches of the World Cup because of how even the sides are and such. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But honestly, you got anything else? Nope. Just my pillow. (laughs) Pillow talk. Just your pillow? Bedtime? It'd be that time. I'm so schlumped. That's fair. So I I think I speak for everybody who listens to the High Kicks podcast that we we wish you a very fun trip in Europe, Carl. And it's going to be rough doing this without you. We're going to be talking the whole time. We're going to be shooting the shit about the World Cup. But thank you guys for tuning in. Sorry, this one was a little long. But yeah, have fun on your trip. You need
0: to hear our voice sometimes. Sorry.
1: Peace. Peace.